The Anchism Podcast, brought to you by our proud sponsor, Kixinto. As Canada's premium reseller of authentic sneakers, Kixinto offers free shipping in Canada and the USA. With a wide selection of the most exclusive Jordans, Yeezys, and other premium products, you can trust Kixinto for all your sneaker needs. Don't miss out on the latest drops and limited releases. Visit their website at www.kixinto.ca to shop now and step up your sneaker game. A very special guest on the podcast, my dear friend, my lovely friend, Anaida. How are you doing today, my love? I'm lovely. Thank you for having me here today. How, how was the music performance today? Um, it was amazing. Um, I had a great experience. I was so excited and, and nervous at the same time. Uh, we like the band came in, we set up everything and like slowly, slowly started performing. It was like my second time. So something definitely out of my comfort zone and um, I'd say that I really, really enjoyed it. Not only me, everyone that was, was there. And uh, aren't you someone who is used to being out of their comfort zone? Because we both have made our journeys from a different country. Mm-hmm. You know, you made your journey from Albania and Greece uh, because that's where you're from. Uh, for the audience who doesn't know it. So today's podcast is something about homesickness and, you know, coming over that feeling and moving away from for uni, for work. And uh, to talk a bit about and discuss our journeys mm-hmm. and see how many people can relate to it. And I'm sure there are a lot of there who want to move away from home and are not sure about how they would feel. So Anaida, what what has it been like you? Uh, first, we'll just ask a bit of about yourself. What's, yeah. Who are you? What are you about? And are, what do you love? Who am I? That's a nice question. Um, so basically, yeah, it's Anaida, a simple girl that has uh, plenty dreams and goals. Um, and um, so I came uh, from a really small village, as you said, from Albania, a small country as well. Nobody, I think it's not really uh, well known. Uh, my father uh, left Albania because of war and stuff, economical crisis and, you know, general things. I went to Greece like 20 something years ago uh, and that's where I actually got raised and uh, got the opportunity to like learn and educate myself and uh, slowly, slowly starting, you know, getting the goals and the dreams that I wanted to do. But <clears throat> I wasn't always like this. Let me tell you this. I was a very introverted girl. I still am. But I'm trying to work with it. Like I, I just I don't stop, you know, pushing the boundaries. Um, even though um, sometimes I like I have negative negative thoughts and stuff like this, I never stop pursuing what I want and what I really really, you know, um, want to achieve. What you're passionate about. Yeah. And we will come down to your passions and talk about them. But tell me more about you know, Albania. Where is it based in Europe? I'm aware mm-hmm. it's in Europe and I'm aware where it is. And what was it growing up there? Because I know that you're close-knit to your family and I know a lot of people from around that area through, of course, mm-hmm. uni. And what's the culture? And... Uh, it's a very close um, cultured country. Well, 
like 20 years ago it was completely uh, the opposite of what it is now like a modern country that uh, welcomes uh, Europeans and stuff like that isn't that a perception <laughs> about Europe either when when people mm-hmm. see Europe and talk about Europe they forget that you know it has its own problems you know coming from Albania to being in Greece what was that move like how many changes did you experience and what was that like plenty changes let me tell you this uh, i was from a different country and back in them days as i told you uh, albania had just escaped the communist country because our president died and like um basically greek people didn't have such a good perception of us and either let's come to you and talk about your journey mm-hmm. you know you have been through a lot and uh, when do you feel you said you were shy introverted yeah. and all those things yeah. so when was the first time you actually thought that you stepped out of your comfort zone uh well that was when i think it was like when i was 15 16 years old because that's when i had my first traumatic experience i had my first panic attack so um i was from uh, i was coming from albania back to greece you know for vacation and stuff and me my mother and my brother were on, were on the bus and uh, while on the road uh, i just started you know uh, couldn't breathe my heart started racing um like my thoughts were uh, were crowding me like i couldn't think and stuff like that i couldn't breathe and i didn't know what what it was at that time because like, i was really very young and um you know having mental issues weren't really a thing back in them days in greece or to albanian parents especially and you think that mm, talking on mental health is very modern so yeah it is very uh, very very significant to speak no, but about in terms of the time period now people talk more about it but yes. then they no, were not aware especially okay. to albanian parents trust okay. me when you say that you have mental health issues they just stare at you and see you like you know like they think that you need a crazy doctor or something like that you know like psychologists are like more for the crazy people in you know in captions but anyone can face that exactly just, just exactly it's just they don't really know that kind of perception so yeah that's when um i had my first panic attack the bus just stopped in the middle of nowhere cuz i told them i can't breathe we stopped there and i was on the ground laying on the ground i could not breathe i was shaking my mom was crying i remember it like and i feel i have i'm having goosebumps like seriously my brother was right there like he was very young like 10 years old panicking as well trying to you know what was happening to me trying to get things right for you yeah and my mom didn't know what to do because we were seriously in the middle in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. yeah and like thank god um someone like uh, stopped and like saw us over there and rushed to the hospital like rushed me to the hospitals like doctors could not bring me back because i was literally trembling shaking. and shaking yeah they were putting blankets on me everything like and uh, after a while i think they did like two injections into my arms like uh, to calm down because my nerves were i was really really in a bad shape for like an hour and um after a while when things got better um i went back home to albania obviously and then like uh, my father paid a taxi to travel all the way from albania to greece because it's like 12 hours by drive uh, in order for me you know in order for me to not um, have another panic attack because at that time they didn't know what uh, was going on you know what was wrong with me me neither as well but thank god you know when um, i i left albania to greece 
I didn't have a second panic attack. So yeah, and then I got to Greece and then my parents, because this incident happened again, and this time was my father there as well, but not as much as in Albania, uh, they decided to take me to a psychologist and I did go there and she quite helped me a lot. But at that period, I remember that she prescribed me some heavy pills. She prescribed me some heavy pills. Uh, They were called Xanax, but for my age, they were really heavy. And I remember my mom, like this, she was the one, like my hero who told me to like, you know, fight it myself, like to not let, all these things get me down like you know to stop taking the pills because for my age they were really heavy these pills were supposed to be taken by a 40 years old not not a 15 year old girl you know having mental issue problems and ever since that day i remember my mom's uh, words i just stopped taking them and i told to myself like anida you're better than this like you shouldn't let other people affect you mentally and emotionally and that was it after that i changed my mind like you know it took time and effort obviously I started reading books uh, I start, uh, started doing things that I really wanted and made me feel good like I, I actually paid more attention to me like seriously and not to other people's you know words and, and um, actions and stuff yeah from taking from having panic attacks and going through uh, a tough period with mental illness and it has not been easy so thank you for sharing it with us and uh, I know how difficult it was to you know be able to share it with an audience and I feel the audience would only feel encouraged after what you have said and come out on set because we see you as someone who is an aspiring musician, who is someone out there, who was not, who's not an introvert. We ask you to stay quiet sometimes, please. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to see you perform in front of people from that has been quite a journey. Yes. And moving to a different country overall. So, you know, I have a lot of love and a lot of, a lot of respect for you. Honestly, Anaida, I have goosebumps when I hear your story and to know someone who's so close to me go through that is is definitely something that makes you think about how important it is to talk about mental health and I appreciate how difficult it was for you. So let's come to the next change, the next big change in your life. Next chapter of my life, yeah. And uh, a lot of us are scared of stepping out of our comfort zone and you know a lot of us are away from home as international students so you made that journey away from home tell me all about it so when did it start Mm -hmm. when did you think of Bolton and what happened because I am aware you did not even speak English a bit or did did you yes, correct did. me correct yes, me yes, but you went I was for... I was studying like for 9 years in okay. Greece and that's one of the reasons I really wanted to come to UK like I okay. wanted to become an English teacher and uh, ever since that incident that happened to me in Greece uh, I decided to you know like uh, I said to myself and I know that is enough and and after that I just started pursuing my dreams as I told you and uh, one of my dreams was English so I really wanted to become an English teacher 
and uh, I remember doing these private English um, lessons in Greece and as soon as I finished high school I, I applied in a Greek university I did not manage to you know pass there because um, the scores that are really high and completely different from like the UK system but that did not stop me from you know pursuing my dream I still wanted to become an English teacher and then I went to Albania I um, I remember uh, looking for universities there I remember that I had to give exams there as well so I had to go from exams and um, study Albanian which I wasn't really good at it because you know I studied in Greece so was completely different, uh, different so languages So two as different well. countries already, two yeah. different systems. Yeah, so, uh, I, but that did not stop me. I was more and more eager, like, I was getting even more excited about it because it was my dream and I would not let that, I wouldn't let anyone to stop me. So I go to Albania. High five on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I go to Albania, I apply, uh, I give exams there, I study for like three months. The first year I couldn't manage to pass because of some um, difficulties in the Albanian system, which I did not know. Uh, this, I, I still did not give up. Uh, my, I remember that the, um, that year I had a, an incident, I fainted and I ended up in the hospital. And the, the Albanian doctors were, were telling me that you know I was really in a bad condition and stuff. Was it because of your mental health? Or no, no, it wasn't about my mental health. Physical uh, health. <clears throat> yeah, it was something with the physical health. And then I remember my parents coming all the way straight in like less than 10 hours from Greece to come and take me. And my dad was like, you're not coming to Albania again. You know, you're not going to, I'm not going to let you study here. And I was like, no, you're not going to decide about my life. It is my life, my, my, uh, um, your decision, my decisions. Yeah, my decisions and at the end of the day if it is wrong let, let me you know let me experience that let so you wanted to experience the consequences of yeah. your own decisions yeah exactly but you wouldn't want day, anyone to influence you in any way yeah well not in a negative way in a positive way yes. yeah but my dad was saying that because he saw me in a really bad condition at the hospital that's why he was being protective well but still that did not stop me yeah that's that's i think that's commendable <laughs> so Coming to the UK, tell us about how did you find about Bolton? So yeah, um, and then I after that incident, I passed into the Albanian university. Um, but you know, UK was always in my mind. I remember when I was 18, before applying to the Albanian university, um, I had a discussion with my family, telling about you know UK, and they told me it's very expensive. We cannot afford it at this time. I was like, you know what? It's okay. It's fine. I'll find another way. So that's why I continued with the Albanian university. And you often. <clears throat> talk about your job uh you worked during the summer saved the money and yeah yeah i've been working uh in greece as well during summertime yeah three months of summer and like saved up and like paid my own tuition fee in albania um saved up a little bit for uk as well uh but yeah like <clears throat> i was scrolling down on facebook and I saw this uh, advertisement in Athens, like uh, they were doing this uh, seminar about uh, sending, you know, students to UK. And because that all had always been in my mind, I, I booked um, a sign from the gods. You could say so, yeah. A sign from yeah. the nature that okay. This is, uh, to be honest, I literally thought the same. So I booked it. I go there. And uh, all of a sudden, my father knew this person that, you know, was uh, in charge of taking students to UK. And that's how it happened. I gave exams in Athens, um, different exams. So I dropped everything in Albania, uni, family, people that I knew. I left everything behind and uh, I decided to take another step and go even further. 
even though it was like completely different for me I still you know I was really excited so excited. what what was your first day in Bolton like <clears throat> uh, I remember coming to the uh, uh, Orlando village uh, that's I, that's a student accommodation for yeah. those of you who don't know yeah student accommodation I remember coming here and I was really really excited and looking forward because I've always I've been this child that you know always I wanted always to meet new people loved learning new languages new cultures so I was really looking forward for it like I had great expectations so you know you had your difficulties as a 15 16 year old you grew up into a very fine young woman who mm-hmm. was compassionate who's helping people who <coughs> is very sometimes very passionate about things mm-hmm. so we have known how you made that journey what are the things that happened to you when you made that journey so how much did you miss home and all those things tell us all about that so yeah um at the beginning of uh, me coming here to uk like the first month it was alright because i was still getting to know people freshers and yeah, all yeah freshers adjusting and stuff but after a while to be honest i started feeling homesick that's mm. when i realized that you know there's something wrong with me again like i was having mental issues again mental health issues um <clears throat> the people that I was hanging around with weren't really that positive so they were kind of bringing me down i think as well uh do you think anaida that because a lot of students are going through this phase of freshers mm-hmm. would you like to make them aware of you know these are the things that can potentially happen yeah during the freshers and you know you and it's normal as well and you can feel quite you know there's so much to do there's so many events yeah. and suddenly it goes down in terms of mm. it's very quiet in terms of you know people now have to do uni work yeah. and how important are those things to keep in mind and then we'll talk about your journey as yeah. well just put in context with yeah, your yeah. journey as i told you i had great expectations so coming here you know my my dreams were different like i was thinking oh i'm going to be in this great group of people i'm going to meet lots of people which i did but then you know slowly slowly after months passed by uh, everyone had their own you know stuff to do like uni work and then jobs and like everyday life which was completely different from what i've experienced back home right because like we are close as a family and friends as well like in general albanian and greek people are more extroverted and uh, we do extra um, you know outside um activities as well which here in uk the weather isn't that good as well so that's kind of affecting so, you mentally as well you know yes a bit of sunshine never hurts anyone yeah definitely and uh, weather is something that people do struggle with uh the home students not as much uh but people who come from a different country yeah. do experience that and uh, yeah it's worth talking about how the freshers can be a very busy period of the year and suddenly things go down from there so don't be worried and you know when you are having that feeling of emptiness loneliness and anxiety it's completely fine it is completely yes, fine yes and i would suggest like to speak about it to a friendly uh face you know here in in the university or um, to the students you. union yeah, yeah, to wherever. the to your friends to, to call your, your family. family yeah definitely or if you, even if you don't have a good you know relationship with family and friends back home speak anyone, to someone in anyone, the university yeah everyone goes through mental health issues and everyone is very helpful 
Right. Like, yeah, because I've had, as I told you, mental health issues, even in UK. So I've had um, help from a lot of people here right. at uni. I think, uh, so, you know, you talked about how a certain group of people affected you negatively. Yeah. And how did you come out of that? And what so was basically, the you know, hanging around with a certain people affects you a lot as well. Though. So I guess the freshers need to be kind of more careful with who hang around with in order to feel this this emptiness because I think that's what I did because uh, as I told you it was the first time so I was trying to meet new people and I was being a little bit of you know um, um, I don't know stepping like, out of yeah. your comfort zone being trying to be someone you yeah, are not. exactly trying to be someone I'm not like uh, in order to uh, you know have fit friends in. exactly fit in which is completely wrong because we are unique creatures the way we are literally from the and day we normal. are born to the day we die and Anaida, do you not feel it's normal to sometimes feel like there is a need to fit in? Yes. All of us feel. Yes, as I told you, I, f- I felt the same and there's no judgment on that. Like, it's it's completely normal. It happens. It's, we are humans at the end of the day. We're not, you know, God or to know everything. So, by mistakes, I learned as well. You know, after that, I saw that they were doing... The, it wasn't bringing me any good, good vibes or anything positive. So, I was like, you know... I've already been through a lot of things, so that made me more wiser, I think. So, and I think things changed when you met the fine student union president. Yes, yes. What yes, was Mr. Shasteva, yeah. So, what what was your experience engaging with the student union? Uh, Mr. Shasteva. Yes. Yes, you. Me. Um, oh, when I've... I first met you, right. To be honest, because I wasn't engaging that much with with uni. Uh, my first impression because I thought you were really distant and like very very like you were just greeting people and being you know fake you know as the politicians would do I thought you were a narcissist you know well I'm being honest so yeah but that completely changed you know after getting knowing you and like um, hanging around with you um, seeing how very you know helpful you were with uh, the cube fire and like in general with the students and everyone so it wasn't just an image it was really like coming from your heart very thankful to you for being honest of what your perception and image was Mm -hmm. of me and sometimes trying to be around people and uh, trying to always be on your best behavior can sometimes be seen as pretentious which is absolutely fine and I can understand that Uh, but yeah uh, I think every one of us is a bit of a narcissist <laughs> but yeah um, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say anything people can think what they think yeah, exactly that's it's never like... affected me but now on a lighter note to end the podcast mm-hmm. let's uh, we have spoken about your journey which has been truly inspiring and truly that has that has come from your heart and that's what us as the as the host as the audience wants to listen to because that's the essential motivation of Anshism to have those conversations just to listen you know stories and share those stories and you have been very honest so thank you so for the people who are new to the university and you know are in the first year nervous have anxiety of how they will make friends and stuff like that what will your advice be 
take it easy first of all you know like uh, relax take calm you know deep breaths and like be calm and approach people because everyone at the end of the day is alone so it would be really nice to just approach each other speak give a smile you know a, a positive vibe energy and who knows what will happen at the end of the day just go give that you know that greeting go give that talk uh, speak to someone you know say hello like good morning like you know wake up in the morning and feel nice and like you know conquer the day right uh, and in terms <clears throat> of students who are feeling homesick mm-hmm. who have traveled from a different country and as you spoke about your story everyone has a different situation so for the people who are missing home a lot what would your advice be I go back home and no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um I would advise them to hang around with people um hang around with people in general like you know join the societies cuz university has a lot of societies um meet form a group of people as well create their own society if they want to that's what I did you know uh because I love music and I wanted to connect with people um travel a lot as well if they really are into you know traveling and stuff like go after their dreams and like um call their family a lot as well you know message them tell them that they love them you know express their feelings because it's nothing better than that i think that's a very true one an advice that comes from your heart what i would advise as someone who has been in different roles in the university and has gone through that experience even i have been through that phase of you know loneliness i have been through that phase of doing that part time job and not being dependent on uh, you know on my parents financially sometimes emotionally as well but i think uh, just be true to yourself and if you have time by yourself that would only help you grow <clears throat> it is very important to have that time for yourself and with yourself and to introspect don't overthink if you feel like it's affecting you in a negative way speak to this mental health services speak to the peer mentors speak to the student services speak to the students union engage in societies start your own society uh you know approach people speak to them so there are so many things that you can do please don't give up i know it's hard leaving home and sometimes you want to go and you cannot go you're never alone even if you think you are you're never alone let me tell you this and god is watching us yeah well spirituality yeah. that would help and people go through several emotions people go through a lot Uh, when they're away everything from everything is completely normal and everything is completely normal that, yeah? there's nothing wrong with feeling homesick there's nothing wrong with exactly. wanting to go back home and there's nothing wrong in you know if you feel like you can't do it and you feel like giving up and going and start over do it there's nothing wrong in that exactly yeah make make every, anything that makes you happy embrace all the emotions negative and positive ones i'm not saying only to be you know happy and exactly. like smile is obvious no like both you know i have a big problem with people who do not embrace the bad things in life mm-hmm. you cannot feel good and happy and be grateful to god when something good happens to you like oh thank god 
something yeah. when only good things happen to you you should be thankful because you have the experience you have the emotional capability to experience all the emotions yeah. and then the wisdom that you get after you 100%. know after the hardship you, you've been through 100% and the person that you become exactly and it's the journey it's the people it's the good experiences it's the bad experiences and it's a mixture of life yeah. and it's a mixture of all of the all of those things and that's life and that is only going to make you better and uh, no matter how old or how young you are you'll never stop feeling that there's a need to change or need to improve or you know there will be moments where there's a sense of calm but we as humans always keep thinking life is beautiful and there are always going to be upside downs it's up to us how much we let these these events affect us and what kind of perspective and how much you know attention we pay to them to the negative and to the positive ones it's everything is up to us